0: Hey mom, today I'm going to give you my narration of the end of Gandhi. Um, I've finished the book today and I absolutely loved the end, which um, kind of tells a bit about how Gandhi a- actually helped in the in his last years um, and, and saw how India was able to gain its independence so um, at the beginning of my reading today Gandhi Gandhi's salt march has been so successful and so famous um, during the 1930s um, that he has been called to England to um, speak at a um, like a councilor or something like that, a meeting to discuss India's independence. Um, for Gandhi, it went really well in England. Uh, he met the people loved him. Um, he met Charlie Chaplin and many other people, many other influential people. Sorry, many other influential people. Um, who um, really loved um, him. However, at the conference, it didn't exactly go that well. Um, Unfortunately, there was a lot of disagreement. There was disagreement between the Indian representatives and the British representatives. And even within the Indian representatives, there were some disagreements on top of that, so that made things a little bit difficult and Gandhi had to try to find a way to um bridge these gaps, for example, the Indians couldn't agree on um allowing on whether to allow full rights or 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 instead maybe get some limitations for um, people that were in the untouchable caste so Gandhi had his work cut out for him so that didn't that meeting did not go as well as he wanted to but about four years later in 1935 the British passed a law called the Indian Home Act I believe or something like that where it allowed Indians to have to be able to govern their own local things so That local officials could be in charge local Indian officials could be in charge of local um, government issues that was a huge step because the British had wanted to control most of India and um, with that kind of um, imperialist uh, idea and agenda but now they were actually letting go this was a huge step but it was still a long ways from complete independence so um, this took a while for sure from the British and the Indians uh, on the Indians and British British uh, leaders part. Um uh especially since uh in nineteen thirty nine Britain got involved in the Second World War and thus they said that it would probably be best to release India to Indi to allow India to become independent after they won. Um And remember, during this time, you had Winston Churchill, who was a prime minister, who, um, although he was a very strong and very famous um, politician during that time, and really helped um, the bond between the United States and Britain, as well as um, just kept the country going when sometimes nobody felt like they could. He encouraged the Brits to keep going during the bombing raids and everything, but apparently as a conservative, he um, also did not want to let go of Britain's imperialist uh, ideas. This was actually something that FDR and Winston Churchill did disagree on but um, as Winston Churchill also noted well uh, I can see that there's a lot of segregation in the United States as well so neither party was completely uh, free of charge now after um, actually during the second world war Apparently, uh, there was another strike that the Indians went on. I forgot exactly why. But the point is that there was some other right that they wanted to achieve, but they they had to go on strike. And eventually it all led to Gandhi. This resulted in Gandhi's being imprisoned another time. Um, however this imprisonment was not too too bad Um, he was allowed excellent food he was he um, was allowed to send letters many letters and have many visitors but he refused those things and however it was it was a difficult time for him because while he was in prison uh his secretary um a very intelligent man who was not only his secretary but also his uh bounce board <laughs> in the sense that he would often Gandhi would often talk with his secretary and bounce ideas back um His secretary, just after he was imprisoned, a few days, I believe, after he was imprisoned, he died suddenly. So that was a huge loss to Gandhi. And then, um, his wife, Kasturbai was um, arrested because she said that they would not cancel one of their meetings on nonviolence simply because Gandhi was arrested that she would speak um, in his place and she refused to give, up, give that up so they arrested her as well and now unfortunately she, was in really, she wasn't in the best um, health conditions by this time um, and she had had several heart attacks before And so, about a year or two later, after Gandhi and Kasturbai were imprisoned, um, Kasturbai died um, in Gandhi's arms. So, it was definitely tough for Gandhi to keep on going, especially when he was imprisoned and, and... he, his health began to deteriorate after Kisterbai's death um, so the, gov- the government officials um, seeing that he, his death was really deteriorating and that he had a really tough time, they released him but it wasn't until maybe six months later that Gandhi was actually able to get back into his political work and one of the first things that he did after being released was to speak with Muhammad Ali Jinnah. Muhammad Ali Jinnah was um, a leader for um, independence who worked with... He was a friend of Gandhi's, or at least an acquaintance, anyway. And he, both of them were fighting for India's independence. However, Muhammad Ali Jinnah did not agree with gandhi 's view of a single united India with different religions and everything altogether, kind of you know kind of like um gandhi 's ash ashram or or his community that he created in what 's it called um the community that he created in South Africa. So um, after discussing with him certain ideas and trying to make peace, they couldn't resolve anything. So Gandhi decided that it would be okay if if the country would split. And in the end, that's what happened. Um, Indians celebrated their independence, I believe, in 1945. 45 something like that 40 45 46 or 48 um, I can't remember exactly it was in the late in the, it was in the second half of the 40s however apparently uh, Gandhi wasn't wasn't able to celebrate that day because there was some violence in Calcutta um, so he was on a fast and it did stop the violence however um, not on this one but Later on, he made another fast to try to um, calm the violence. But the next um, fast that he made actually ha- caused some violence against Gandhi. Uh, because some people thought that he had not, some radical Hindus, grou- Hindu groups, had believed that he. Gandhi was not um, had not crushed the Muslims and had allowed them to go off with their own land. It was crazy, there was so much disturbance. And so one of these group members one day came over while Gandhi was having a prayer a meeting. He bowed to Gandhi and then he shot him. When Gandhi realized he was dying, he cried out, Hey, Rama, (laughs) which means, um, Oh, Rama, which is a Hindu god. He mentions in, in the book, um, On the next page, it mentions that Gandhi never felt that he had actually fulfilled his life. Even though he did these amazing things that so many people had never been able to do. He felt that he hadn't really done much because there was so much bloodshed. Um, Especially when India was still as, 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 as a recently independent nation. It was extremely violent at that time. People were still feuding by the time time that he died. However, Gandhi accomplished so many things. He was able to clean out the caste system. um, Or at least for the most part, you know, especially for the untouchables. He taught them how to be able to grow food and be able to do things that... They just didn't know how to do because the caste system had, warped, had just been so ingrained in them for so long. He also made peace between the peoples. He, he gave the incentive for the Indian people to actually be free. Not, not to mention that he brought about independence without a war but it's it's just ironic I think to th- to see how um, somebody can feel unfulfilled even though they do so many things when their focus is on making this earth perfect so many times we especially if if you're an idealist you try to make everything perfect you're trying to make if only this were right, if only this were right, we would have the perfect utopia. But this earth isn't a perfect utopia. And I feel like that was something that Gandhi missed. He, missed he, he saw the innate goodness that God has planted in each and every one of us, but he didn't see the innate evil that is just in here. That we need Jesus to cure. And even when Jesus... These in our lives we still make mistakes. We still have parts of us that are just not perfect. And that won't be perfect until he returns. And so I feel like part of Gandhi's life was that longing for a perfect world that he never saw. So I found it so interesting and such a beautiful reflection, though. Especially um, the words that his... A friend and the President I believe of India and Nauru wrote about him, you know that he was a light, he was a light. Because God's laws don't stop being laws just because somebody believes in another religion. They're still his laws and we still exist in his world. And Gandhi unlocked that beauty. He saw that beauty. Even as a non-Christian, he saw that beauty and took advantage of God's laws that were already there. In fact, much of his non-violence ideas came from the Bible. And so we see a beautiful, beautiful pattern of God's grace, even in ways that we don't expect and that we could never see. So that was my reading and those are my thoughts on Gandhi. And um, I believe the next book is going to be on Billy Graham. So that will be very cool.